Hi guys, welcome back to the Penny for Thought podcast. And I'm your host yet again by name, Toby Lola. So before I get into today's episode, I just want to put something out there. You see, which is like a background story to why we have this podcast today. It was in the first episode, the intro episode, but I just felt the nudge to talk about it again. You see, when the Holy Spirit gives you something to do, you may see yourself as insufficient for it, but just do it. Just that simple act of obedience is all that matters at that point in time. Why am I saying this? The idea of this podcast, or not the idea actually, the inspiration for this podcast came from the Holy Spirit months ago, probably like April or May or thereabouts. But I I wrote it down in my book, in my jota or journal, and I kept it aside. I just, I'm, not, I'm, I'm naturally not a podcast person. Like, I barely listen to podcasts, and I don't really know, I did not even know anything about it, aside from the fact that someone puts up a new episode, and they send you the link, and you go and listen to it, and probably leave a comment or something. That was basically all I knew. And then the Holy Spirit is like, I want you to start a podcast, and this is what the, pod- this is what the podcast is going to be about. And so... I just wrote it down. I'm like, okay, no problem. We'll do it <laughs> when the vibe comes. And so I kept it. But months down the line, I the, the nudge became stronger, you know. It became stronger from the Holy Spirit. You need to do this and you need to start. And at that point in time, I was just like, okay, even if I want to start, I don't know anything about it. I did a little bit of research. But in the real sense of it, I still didn't know much, you know enough to want to start something like this to want to start a podcast like this because it's just going to be terrible if i start and then sometime down the line i'm just like naji i'm not doing it again just stop just and then penny for thoughts podcast will not be there again like it's just going to be a bust and all of that so i really don't like when i do something like that or probably i start a project i like finishing everything that i start i'm like i'm not saying this is going to have an end but then just the idea of when you start something you have to see it through to the end and so i wouldn't want to start the podcast and then you get so but like when the notes became stronger i decided to to lean on the strength of the holy spirit lean on the wisdom of the holy spirit now what am i getting at you see sometimes the holy spirit gives you an instruction and it seems very weird it seems out of your own line of plan for your own life out of your own personality out of the way you do things your way of living your mode of operation and all those things and you're like oh how do i go about it honestly trust me when you lean on the holy spirit he will help you i started this podcast on the 21st of october yeah so it's about a month now and it's really just been the help of the holy spirit you know basically the podcast is about sharing my experiences with the holy spirit so it's literally the holy spirit doing his work for himself he's just using me as a vessel i'm just here to speak but then the idea you know, the way I put it out there and every other thing, the inspiration, the creativity comes from the Holy Spirit. The growth that the podcast have been have, has been having so far has just come from the Holy Spirit. So please, if you are the one that made the Holy Spirit make me talk about this thing today, start doing what he said you should do. 
don't wait until you sacrifice to the idols start doing it whatever it is that the holy spirit see one thing you need to know is whatever god tells you to do he has given you the capacity to do it do you understand you have it in you you have the ability in you to get it done perhaps you may not feel it but then when you pray about it so long as it's from god what he has placed inside of you to help you or to enable you do that thing he has asked you to do will come alive if you want to feel it you would start to feel it but then we are not living by feelings we live by the instructions that god gives us and whatever instruction he has given us or he will give us we must have it at the back of our we must have it at the back of our minds that god can never mismanage your life or god can never mismanage our lives so when he tells you to do something even if he doesn't even if you don't feel like you have the ability to do it go back to him oh father this thing you've asked me to do i don't have the ability to do it moses went back to god look i'm a stammerer this thing you want you want me to go and how do you want me to do it you want me to lead like three million people or dear about as a stammerer how and then god said aaron is your guy go with him stuff like that go to god you know tell him god this thing you've asked me to do I feel like I don't have the ability to. And then he would actually point you to where the source of that ability will come from. He would point to you. He will point you to what he has placed inside of you. So if you are the one that this word is for, this is a sign that you should start. Don't keep, don't procrastinate. I procrastinated for months. Imagine how many lives would have been touched by now if I had started when the Holy Spirit said start. You see? And look, in as much as the podcast has been a blessing to people's life out there, even people that I do not know, it has also been a blessing to me. Do you get? Anyways, this is not the topic of today's <laughs> today's episode, and it's already six minutes in. But then look, if you are the one, because I believe there's a reason why the Holy Spirit said I should talk about this. Don't disobey. The Bible says, when you hear his voice, harden not your heart. The book of Hebrews, I think Hebrews chapter 3, you have heard today. So please, do it. So, for today, we're going to be looking at something I would title Imago Dei, which means the image of God. I don't know if you guys are conversant with this word, Imago Dei. And then, one thing I've noticed is, a lot of people, a lot of churchgoers, are very quick to identify as, oh, I'm the image of God. You know, the Bible says, let us create man in our own image and in our likeness. And so everyone is quick to say, I'm the image of God. I'm made in the image and the likeness of God. Good and fine, because that's what the Bible says. But then what does it actually what does it actually mean to be the image of God? When we're talking about the image of God, we're not talking about he has two hands, two legs, two eyes, a nose, a mouth. No. That's not what made that's not what's being made in the image of God is about. When you are in the image of God, when you are the image of God, rather, it means your functionality, your way of life, the way you go about your walk here on earth is the way God will do it if he was on earth. So you being the image of God is that you are a reflection of God. Reflection of God in words, in deeds, in everything you reflect God. When people see your life, 
you know, they can say this person is a Christian, this person is a child of God. That is what being the image of God is all about. And you see, for us to be this image of God, for you to be an image of God, you must be transformed from the version that you are to that version of God. And now this happens through a process where you spend time with the Holy Spirit, you fellowship with the Holy Spirit, and the more you fellowship, the more you spend time with Him, the more He works on you. He cuts down the excesses. He cuts down the impurities. He cuts down all those things that are sinful in your life. And the more He does that, the more you are refined. The more you are refined, the more you can reflect the glory of God. Let's take a look at this. You know, when you get gold in its raw form, filled with its, filled with its impurities and all of that, you cannot see the real beauty of it. But by the time you refine it by putting it through fire, when it comes out, you will see the real gold, the real gem. You would see the brightness, the glory of the gold that you have found because it has been purified. It has been taken through a method of purification or a process of purification. Now, take for instance, you have a glass, yeah, like a mirror, rather, and the mirror is dirty. If it's supposed to, ref perhaps, maybe you stand in front of the mirror to take a look at yourself, the image you will see on the mirror will be blurry, jigget, because the image is dirty. But the more you clean the image, the more you clean the mirror, the brighter your reflection becomes, the sharper your reflection becomes when you clean the mirror when the mirror is now very clean when you clean it completely and you stand before the mirror you can see a perfect reflection of yourself now the walk of the holy spirit we are we are like a mirror jiget we are like a mirror that ought to reflect the glory of god because we are image of because we are the image of god so what the holy spirit does is to walk on us by the way when we give him the when we give him the way to when we step aside and ask him to take rulership over our lives that's the only way he can walk on us and prune down those excesses he would not force you to do it it has to be a willful submission and so when you willfully submit to the holy spirit he then walks on you he cleans your glass this let me explain it in layman terms he cleans your glass completely so that you can then be a a, a clean a clear enough glass that can reflect the glory of god in perfection that's who the image of god is that's what being the image of god is about i'm going to read a scripture which is from second corinthians chapter 3 verse 18 second corinthians chapter 3 verse 18 i'm reading from the new king james version first and it says but we all with unveiled face beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image that's the image of God from glory to glory just as by the Spirit of the Lord I'm going to read it from the Passion Translation now verse 18 says we, we can all draw close to him with the veil removed from our faces and with no veil we all become like mirrors who brightly reflect the glory of the Lord Jesus. We are being transfigured into his very image as we move from one brighter level of glory to another. And this glorious transfiguration comes from the Lord 
who is the spirit so you see the glorious transfiguration the glorious transformation comes from the lord comes from the holy spirit but before we even go into that let's backtrack a bit you know the starting of the verses we can all draw to him draw close to him with the veil removed from our faces so the background of this you know when in the old testament when moses went up to the mounts to get uh the ten commandments to meet with the lord when he came down the bible says his face was filled with the glory of god his face was so bright that the israelites could not look at it and so he had to cover himself with a veil so as to reduce the brightness and be able to speak to the to the israelites this is in the old testament now if you take a look at the previous verses or if you just take a run through chapter 3 of second corinthians you would see where paul was talking about the fact that the veil figuratively speaking that moses used to cover his face at that time at the old testament is still upon the hearts of the israelites and that's why it's difficult for them to understand the word of god that's why it's difficult for them to assimilate or to accept this word of god but then the bible says in verse 16 that when we come to god let me just read verse 16 for us it says but the moment one turns to the lord with an open heart the veil is lifted and they can see. So when we come to the Lord, which is at the point of salvation, that veil is taken away from us. It's taken away and so we can see, we can understand, we can assimilate, we can fellowship with God just the way it ought to be, just the way it should have been from the very beginning. And so when we have this fellowship with God, the more we fellowship, the more the Holy Spirit transforms us into that image of God from glory to glory, the more we fellowship. So the first step is to come to God. And then when you come to him with your heart open to receive him and to receive his life and the gift of salvation, the veil is taken away from you. It's taken away from your eyes. You can now see God. You can fellowship with God. You can fellowship with the Holy Spirit who is now inside of you. And so the more you fellowship with him, the more you are being transformed. The more you get transformed, the more of the image of God you become. So this transformation process is continuous till the day we leave this earth. So long as you are in this body, you will be transformed on a daily basis. The more you fellowship with the Holy Spirit, the more he transforms you to be the image of God. And you will get to a point where you will reflect God. People see your life and they see God. It doesn't mean the transformation stops there because we are still in this flesh. And so long as we are still in this flesh, we are bound to make mistakes. So we must continue to transform ourselves by fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit through prayers, through the study of the word, through worship and things like that. Fellowship with the Holy Spirit. And the more you fellowship with him, he changes your countenance. He transforms your life. He cleans your mirror so that you can clearly reflect God's glory. You can clearly, clearly reflect God's image. That is who the image of God is. And I believe this is, this is something that every child of God must aspire to have. The level where every child of God must aspire to get to. Because if we are truly children of God, people should be able to see us and say, Yes, God is your father. 
Imagine you look so much like your earthly father and then you go probably to a place where your dad usually goes to and they're like, oh, is your father so 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 and so? You're like, yes. And like, yeah, you actually look like him. So your father is not there, but because they can see you, they know that, okay, this person is your father. That's how it should be for us. It should be as, it should be like that too, that when people see us, we don't have to come and say, oh, I'm a Christian. I, I go to church. No your actions your words mere seeing you people should know that this person is a child of god and that can only happen when you have been transformed by the holy spirit through fellowship with him the bible says we behold his glory as in a glass how would you behold his glory it's by fellowshipping with him if you go back to the old testament when moses came down from the mount that was when the bible said that his face was shining because it was covered with the glory of the lord how did he get to that point it's because he was in fellowship with god on top of the mount it was because of that fellowship that all those things happened in his life and his countenance was changed and his face was filled with the glory of glory of god that it was shining too much for the israelites to be able to look at so it is in that fellowship that place of fellowship your secret place that you get transformed And when you get transformed, you become the image of God more and more and more. The transformation process never stops. God wants us to be his image here on earth. God wants us to reflect him. He wants us to reflect. When people see us, they see the hand of God. Merely looking at your life, merely having a conversation with you, they can see that God is faithful. They can know that God is faithful. A lot of times, people watch you that you don't even know. A lot of unbelievers, they're like, oh, because of the fact that the way you live your life, like, I want to know, what, is it? what are you doing? What's the secret? What's this? What's that? And you just tell them it's God. You're reflecting the glory of God. You're reflecting God's glory as his image. God wants every single one of his child. If you are truly a child of God, you should resemble God. Now, not by facial expression, but by the way you live your life. You see, when the Bible talked about, when the, the word Christian was mentioned in the Bible, in the church in Antioch, it was because those people were Christ-like. In fact, the, when they started calling them Christians, it was, it was a means of, of mockery. You get, because they were Christ-like, oh, these people are Christians. It was like a, it was like a, a, a means of mockery to them. So the reason why the name Christian came was because they were Christ-like. They were living like Christ. That's what God wants us to be. If we truly are his children, if we call ourselves Christians, if we are truly Christians, we must aspire to be like Christ. We must aspire to be the real image of God. Not just by looks, but by heart, but by thinking, but by deeds in everything we should reflect God. I know this is what God wants for every single one of his children. I mean, you cannot be a child of God and not reflect his image. If you are a child of God and you're just okay being where you are, like you are, there is no impact that you're making in the kingdom. People can, if, if people don't even know you are Christians, how can they even come to you? Oh, somebody wants to give his life to Christ. How can he even approach you to say, please, can you pray for me? Or maybe they have an issue. Can they come to you and say, please, can you pray for me? How will they, when they don't even know that you're a Christian, 
It's not all about going to church. A lot of us have been playing church. But in the real sense of it, are you truly a child of God? Are you truly, are you truly reflecting the glory of God? Can people see your life and see the glory of God? It's worth thinking about as you go through the week. Just food for thought. Think about it. Ponder upon it. Do, do some self-introspection. Am I actually living in a life that reflects the glory of God? Is my vessel a vessel unto honor? Is my mirror reflecting the glory of God? Just think about this and we'll see each other in the next episode.